the Everyman Podcast. Mm-hmm. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. What's up, brother? What's up, brother Jay, man? What's going on? I'll tell you what. Another week. Another pod. Yeah. You know, we're blessed. We're highly favored. We're here. We're together in the Cosmic Canoe. Yeah, dude. Uh, another spin around with the Everyman Podcast. And I'll tell you what, man. I'm feeling a little... Uh, little jazzed up, a little juiced up from my, my weekend excursion here. So, Dude, I can't wait to hear about it. So I am famously what I would like to describe as an indoor cat. Mm. I like indoor. I'm more of an indoor couch kind of guy. Sedentary. You know, not that I don't, I, I like to do things, but I don't necessarily, I'm not an outdoorsman. Right. You know, I'm not, I've never been one to go exploring in the outdoors or anything like that. I've always been kind of content with, uh, you know, music or something, you know, that didn't involve me running around the woods. Nice. Now, over time, you know, you have opportunities to do things. And, um, you know, my fiance, she grew up camping, swimming in lakes, doing all these normal outdoor things that just I had never really done. Now, when I was a, a wee boy, you know, I did some like church camping trips, right. but it was like in a cabin, you know. And did I think you like Boy Scouts. Did you do any? No, other? I wasn't a Boy Scout. I, yep. I was not a non Scout type. Um, but I did go on like organized trips to like mm-hmm. you know the Poconos, where but it wasn't like a tent, you know. And then there, there was like one time where it was like sort of like a tent on a platform, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know maybe five years old or something. It doesn't really count. Right. So like on my scorecard, I'm like a first time camper. Gotcha. So we're looking for campsites and you know, it's, it's kind of weird. Maybe somebody can put me in the right direction, but when trying <laughs> to find a campsite, like it's not as easy as it sounds like it would be like booking a hotel yeah. because there's, you know, not a whole, like it's either like these like family oriented campgrounds or like, you know, some theme park type thing. Like that's the only thing you could find. So right. eventually I figured out, Oh, state parks, you, most of them, you know, have camping and Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. we've got some wonderful state parks here. Yeah. So we found, uh, a beautiful park up in Jim Thorpe, PA. Nice. It's called uh hickory run, hickory run, old hickory run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just right up there, up the Northeast extension. And it's pretty far up there. It's up there high up in the mountains. You're like at the top of the Pocono mountains. Like you're, you're pretty, you're pretty up like there. elevated. You're yeah. There. There's like nothing above you, you know, like you're all the way. At the nice. Top. And, uh, not a whole lot of stuff going on. It was a little town, you know, you could like, it was like a uh, last thing I saw before we got into the, like the park area before like the cell phone shut off was like a dry cleaner, a pizza shop, a wine store, you know, the essentials, like the, right. you know, not a, not a whole lot of variety probably in that town. I think it's yep. like white Haven PA or something like that. Yep. And, um, we're cruising in, you know, and I'm trying to figure out like, okay, this is confusing. We, we've reserved a campsite. If you've ever used any sort of state run website, yeah. whether it's, Filing for unemployment during the pandemic or, I don't know, the DMV website, God Mm -hmm. forbid, you try to renew your license. (laughs) You know, they're not necessarily known for the most efficient. Yeah, pieces are missing. There's some, it's like, it's like almost like going back in time and using the internet in like 1998. Like, 
it's this not dial up. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's challenging. And I get to the you know me. I'm a when I especially when I travel and I'm in a different place, yeah. I get super talkative with people and super mm-hmm. social. Where I'm just and it's almost it embarrasses people sometimes that I'm with because I just don't care and I'm like. I'm never going to see these people again. I might as well just soak up as much as I can. Right, right. So I'm like, you know, we just had a long car ride. I'm talking to the lady. I'm like, you know, it's my first camping trip. Do I get a sticker or anything? And she goes, is it really? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, here you go. She gave me these little Forest Ranger stickers. It was pretty sweet. What? Little shiny what? little badge, little Forest Ranger. So for my first sweet. camping trip. And uh, she's like, by the way, you know, you, you booked a, a walk-in site. I'm like, what's a walk-in site? <laughs> she's like, uh... It means you, you know, you park and you have to hike in. I was like, oh, mm, no, I brought, we have too many things. Like, you know, that's, that's not going to work for me. So she was gracious and she was like, here, go check out these campsites, pick which one, come back, tell me. So we get to our campsite, we get set up. And it's interesting, like in our daily life, we're so wrapped up in all the things that we have to do, like for work or if you're in school or you're, you know, a professional gamer. I don't know. Whatever you do, there's a whole sequence of events that go into you doing it. You, you wake up, you have your morning routine, you drive to work, you get there, you have your coffee, you, whatever, say hey to the weirdo. You do your thing, and, and you then you're, like, off to the races, and you're just preoccupying your mind space with just these tasks. Stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Like just things and we all get into it and you get in this routine and it's like Monday, Tuesday. Oh my God, it's already Wednesday. And then like, before Mm -hmm. you know it, it's the weekend. Then before you know it, it's Sunday afternoon. You're like, what the fuck? I just happened. Right. Right. And you're just on this continuous cycle of just doing things. And before Mm -hmm. you know it, it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and then it's August. And you're like, what the fuck? I think everybody can kind of relate to that. Hell yeah. And getting out and, and doing a, a camping excursion. So we were Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's like, right when you get there, you start with a clean slate. There's nothing there, like, mm-hmm. on your campsite. So it's up to you to kind of provide yourself shelter at this point. And it's like, <laughs> so you've got to get your camp. you got to set up your stuff correctly. You you know, if it's if it's new equipment, you know, like, relatively new to us. And we're, you know, trying to be a team and put it together. And, you know, it's amazing how like something immediately kind of switched in my head to where it's like i'm here i'm this is all i have to focus on right now is like how am i gonna be sheltered what am i gonna eat and then you know what i mean like basic fundamental things there was no like other shit to distract me and you know i had prepared like i downloaded all these movies on our ipad and mm-hmm. we got this like sick ass Shout out to Jackery, this little dude. This thing's like a sixty thousand milliamp battery, right? That has like four USB ports and has a like an like an outlet, like a regular one ten. And yeah. you, you can plug shit into it up to a hundred watts. So you can plug in like a fucking mini fridge or a laptop or a air mattress, whatever. So I've got this thing. I'm like lit up. Got all this, yeah. you know. And, and like it was just like you didn't didn't even think to to watch a movie or do anything really like. Um, because you're just like surrounded by the world, the yeah. way, the way that it normally is without us doing something to it. Not to right. sound like a, like a weird, you know, like a hippie, uh, 
tree man or something. But yeah. I just had this sense of uh, this is like relieving, even though it's exhausting, it's hard work. It's like satisfying to start with nothing, challenge yourself, set up a, a campsite. Oh yeah. Figure out how to cook, figure out how to do all these things that are a little bit different from your routine. And it like just, it, it's almost like it rewired my brain to just be where I was. Right. You know, be present, be present. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, I like, I'm a talkative guy. So of course, shout out to Tina. She's somewhere right now cruising around in her sprinter van. The next campsite over, (laughs) she had this like, incredible sprinter van with a Wi-Fi booster mounted to the roof with an awning that was retractable and like I had a generator. It was crazy. Like just baller shit, you know? Nice. And you see all the crazy things that people have set up. But one of my favorite things. So in state parks, in most places, regular parks in general, they have a rule about burning wood. Mm-hmm. So you can't bring wood outside of the park into the park and burn it because it could have bugs from other regions that mess with right, the right, invasive right. and can mess up the whatever, the biosphere. I don't know. So the campsite, you know, again, it's a state park thing. It's like 23 bucks a night, which is super cheap. Anybody looking to do some camping, check out the state parks because it's, you know, 50 bucks for the weekend and you're there. <laughs> Yeah. However, they get you on the wood because they know you want to have the campfire. You want to do the s'mores. You want to do the hot dogs. Gotcha. Arm and a leg. Arm and a leg. So in order to get the wood, you got to go into the camp store, Mm. which is up a little bit from the camp campground. So we walk in and there's all this. Daryl, when I tell you this was like a character in a RPG like somebody like a shopkeeper. Is it NPC? <laughs> yes. It was like it was like walking into a shopkeeper in like a eccentric over the top, you know, post-apocalyptic video game. All these signs like don't you know that like what don't you understand about no food trash on the trash can. And I was like <laughs> and I'm thinking, well where's the first sign because I I'm assuming you don't want me to throw food out in here because I had a I had a, like a bottle in my hand. I didn't know what to do, and so I just held on to it. So all these signs, and it was like, you must be wearing a mask. Now this is up in the mountains of PA. Everybody's camping. Nobody wants to wear a mask. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't wearing a mask anywhere because guess what? I was outdoors the entire time. Yeah. And now they're saying you don't have to wear. I don't know. Don't take it from me. I'm not even sure what we're supposed to be doing right now. That's neither here nor there. Right. Whole nother podcast right there. Whole nother one. This huge like <laughs> orange sign on like poster board sign was like, you must be masked and you must do this. And everybody's like, oh, Jesus, come on. Let's, let's just get this over. And right. something along like, I didn't read the bottom line that said like, you must have hand sanitizer. And you walk in and the lady's like, okay, let me see your hands. And I was like, now when I hear, let me see your hands. And I'm not really paying attention. I'm right, not thinking right. like, you know, that just was like a weird like stick. Are, are we getting yeah, yeah, sticked yeah, up yeah. here? And then my digits walk in the middle. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, what? And then, you know, Sam's like, she wants, she's got a sprayer. And I was like, well, spray my hands. I'm like, what do you, what? And she had this like industrial spray bottle. Like what you'd see like 
you know, somebody cleaning a table with or whatever, like a big right, one with right. a yellow handle. And yeah. she sprays this unknown liquid into my hand. Didn't really smell like, like any sort of cleaner. I was like, oh, thank you. And like these other kids that were behind me are like, what the hell is up with this lady? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, she's got the full thing on. And, and the shop was, every inch of the shop was filled with stuff. Like a thousand candy bars all next to each other. Anything you can imagine, all in this camp shop. Blankets, t-shirts, rugs, you know. Right, right, right. Anything. Knives, Bluetooth chargers, <laughs> fidget spinners. Nice. And, and you know, they're, they're charging, you know, whatever, six bucks a bundle of wood. So by the time you're, you're done there the weekend, you're, you're getting banged pretty good for the wood. Nice. And um, yeah, this lady, man, I'm telling you, she was like, I don't know if it was, she didn't know, maybe she's just really scared. I don't know what the deal was, but it was almost like, hey. Like we're gonna be okay. Like you, you're taking some strange precautions here, spraying <laughs> right. people from a distance. And it, like she was, re- she was getting you from like a couple feet. You know, nice. Yeah, she was. Uh, was it was it like the corded spray deal? And she's like, it's got like the oh, yeah. jet stream. Of fucking- exactly. She used the jet stream function, not like the spray, oh. not like the. You know, Dude, the- she was like fucking Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah she's like just <laughs> just lasering people. And uh, everyone, it was funny, like, when he came in the next day to get more wood, yeah. and I'm like, uh, these people just pulled in. I'm like, I'm going to enjoy watching their reaction. Because <laughs> then I was thinking, like, am I am I overreacting to this? Because, dude, I told you, I sent you a voice note. I was sitting by the fire. Because oh, yeah. it was so funny to me that I had to tell you about it and record yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, Am I overreacting this? Is this really not that bizarre? And then the next day, I walked in with these kids and they're like, what the hell? Like, this is... And everybody just couldn't quite figure out why they were getting sprayed down. And it's like people from, you know, New York coming in and, you know, the uh, the Philadelphia suburbs. So, it was... Uh, it was. Look, you go camping, you find some interesting people. In the mountains, anything goes. But what did uh, what, what were like the you know people doing? Were they like tripping out when they, oh. she was like spraying them and stuff? Oh yeah, everybody was yeah. Nobody was really happy to be getting sprayed with an unknown liquid from a lady they don't know. Yeah, when they're just trying to get a fucking bag of ice or whatever, you know. Right. It's like uh, I just want a fucking candy bar. Come on. Right, right. <laughs> you couldn't like touch anything, and there was like these little weird note cards written everywhere, like "Do not touch this," <laughs> like this, yeah. like this. You know, it was just just strange. And, um, I mean, honestly, I can't wait to see her again because we already booked another trip up there. Um, so I'm going to see how she's doing in July. Hopefully she's feeling a little better and not not uh, spray-shotting people like friggin' Deadpool. Right, right, right. Did, any, did anybody bring any, like, foreign wood on accident and, you know? I, I don't really know how they would enforce that. They did have a park ranger that I saw drive through our campsite one time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know. I don't know. I waved to the park ranger because I wasn't doing anything wrong, and that's right. that's what people that are doing nothing wrong do. Is they wave. Yeah. They wave to the park ranger. Um, I'm sure. And this is the other thing. I've got a theory about this wood, and I actually called her out on it, and she came up with some bullshit about it being hardwood. I said to Sam because we got like what I thought was going to be for sure enough wood for that night, and it was like burning up, like it was coated in kerosene and i'm like this is insane yeah, fucking got you bro what are they like. doing is this gimmicked wood <laughs> you know what kind of wood is this <laughs> it's burning so fast 
And and I said to her, twenty percent wick wood or something. Because I made a joke again. I I get goofy when we go places. I was like, I'm gonna pick some good ones, you know. And she's like, okay. Yeah. And then I came back. I said I picked some really good wood because I've already burned through thirty dollars of wood in in uh, three hours. Is it like a like a log or a stack? Like so, it's like a, a bundle of logs. Yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's hardwood. I'm like, yeah, real hard wood. Yeah, that must be what it is. And I'm, like, smelling it and stuff, thinking, like, what did they, did they inject? Like, you know, they, you know, you can get, like, a pork chop stuffed right, or something. Right. Like, did they stuff these with matches? I don't know. Did you, uh, I mean, how did you guys start it? Did you have, like, a, a flamethrower you whipped out and just fucking, or well, you, like. you know, my fiance is so crafty, she, she did some research and she found that, actually, if you collect your dryer lint for a while. And you just keep it in the bag and you really compress it. And then you take like the tubes from your um, toilet paper and stuff. Yeah. Fill that up. You know, you just light that with like a match or whatever. Right. Of course, I brought a propane powered blowtorch because I just want to make sure I was really going to get it. <laughs> sure. Well, like when you're like, okay, I'll bring a lighter. And then you're like, why? Well, if I'm going to bring a lighter, why don't I bring my, my plumbing torch? Okay, just bring the plumbing torch because I know yeah. this is going to work. And I already had to bring propane tanks for my griddle, so it's like I'm just really just bringing. A, yeah. I'm just bringing like a plug at this point. Right. Um. Yeah, I just lit that up, and then it just goes poof, you know. But yeah, yeah. shout out to, uh, you know, lint balls in tubes of cardboard. They will really start a fire, and yeah. it's also very clear after doing that why you want to clean out your dryer vent before yeah. you use it because that shit is. Kindling. Flammable. Yeah, so just make sure you check your dryer vents, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fire, no problem. You know, and there's a nice little fire pit. Got the grill grate there, you know, which came into play later. I did some vegetable packets on that. But I, I nice. was holding it down with my, my outdoor griddle. This thing is, yeah. Pit Boss makes it. It's just, anybody following along on my Instagram. I know there's some listeners that are checking that out. They saw me just slaying various meats. Like, and it's funny. You see, like, a, I saw, like, a group of college kids, like, eating hot dogs and cup of noodles over there, you know, and yeah. then I'm, like, making steaks and sautéed shiitake mushrooms with, you know, vegetable packets. And yeah, just, it's that's the cool thing about camping is you can, it was pretty much just, like, everything but uh, a PlayStation, you know. And you guys were there all weekend, bro. Yeah, man. And dude, it got so fucking cold the first night. Now we knew, yeah, we knew it was gonna get cold. You're up in the mountains. It's still early, late spring, I guess. Yeah. And you know, Sam was like, "Well, we gotta make sure we have blankets and stuff." Of course, of course, we had blankets. We, you know, I was like, "I don't even." I was even not gonna bring a sweatshirt. She actually grabbed my sweatshirt for me. Yeah. Because she's she knows better. Um, but I was like. Cause I'm always hot, you know, that's pretty right, much right, my, right, my right, reaction right. to that. And dude, I like, we were both up all night Friday. We could barely sleep because mm-hmm. we were so fucking cold and it yeah. was like 39 degrees or 40 degrees or something. Duh. stupid. And like when you're not, and it's just like, everything was warm except our faces. So like my face was just, and I remember like thinking in like a delirious state because it's, you know, you're exhausted at that point. I've been up all night. Yeah. I was thinking, am I 
keeping myself awake so I don't die right now? Is that what's going on right here? You know? <laughs> and then really I realized like I'm just that I'm definitely overreacting and this is just I can't perish here. Right. I can't die on this mountain. <laughs> I realized oh that gosh. it was a slight of reaction. Then luckily once it, the morning came, we got a couple hours of sleep and you know, you you get up, you do your thing, and I'll tell you what, we went hiking. We did some exploring. Yeah. There's all these beautiful trails. Other cool thing about a state park is like they're very set up for you to fill your time with, you know, uh, natural beauty and just exploring or exercise or whatever it is. So there's this thing up there called Boulder Field that I'm going to do a very terrible job of of trying to explain in a minute here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I urge you to give it a Google. Um, Give it a quick Goog. Goog. So... This awesome, like, three-and-a-half-mile, pretty much off-road through the deep-ass woods, no GPS, uh, back roads. So we're fucking ripping it up with the Jeep, just having a good time in the Gladiator, just going over these ridiculous spots. And it's like, I don't know how anybody did this, like, could do this in a Corolla, but people managed to, you know. Because <laughs> like, you get to the parking lot at the end, and you see, like, a Fiat there or whatever, and you're like, oh, how did you do that, you know? <laughs> how did you get through there? <laughs> yeah, how did you, that must have been terrible. Yeah. And there's this, uh, it's a boulder, it's called Boulder Field. And it's, I've seen it before in, like, National Geographic and, it's one of those like travel channel. They sometimes they show it cause it's like one of those like anomaly things mm-hmm. and it's unique. And it's like, I don't know. It, I think that the sign said it's 1800 feet long by 800 feet across. And it's literally a field of boulders that are 12 feet deep and as deep as 20 feet deep in certain spots. What? And you walk across it and there's like nothing. It's just, boulders and you can walk across it all the way to the end and you it's like you step on rocks and it's kind of dangerous because they're moving yeah so like sometimes like they'll slide and the craziest thing was there was all these people tons of groups and like we got there and i'm like i see the fucking families and all the like you can whenever you see tell me if you can relate to this daryl say you're at an aquarium yeah. And you see a whole group of some family gathering and they're all like weirdly not prepared for the thing that they're at. That's obvious. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they're all like <laughs> you're that you're at Sesame place and everybody's wearing jeans, you know, right, like, right, right. I'm, I'm going to walk on boulders and my flip flops are broken. It's exactly. Just like <laughs> like the, it's the, it, 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 it never fails that there's the, always that group that's hilariously ill-prepared and mm-hmm. i could see them and i'm like they're all wearing flip-flops what are they yep. gonna what are they thinking here over what are they over. thinking here you know <laughs> so i'm like walking in i'm like this is gonna be a shit show because we're gonna have to be dodging sliding people luckily right. they you know had their own but you could hear every now and then some kids like Wah! you know <laughs> and you just don't know what to expect but you get there and it's weird because you're like you've been in this deep deep ass forest and then all of a sudden it's a field of nothing but these humongous rocks so the sign was i was trying to understand what was going on basically that used to be this mountain that during the last ice age a glacier came over it froze it and just over time the water went through and it cracked and it 
refroze and cracked and refroze and cracked and refroze. Basically, over time, just broke a whole mountain down into a humongous field of boulders. That's wow. that's what their understanding is. And these things, dude, some of them, and there's very various signs like don't take the boulders, you know, because people, there used to be like boulder towers and shit in there that people right. messed with and, and broke, which is really disappointing. Right. Um, and they had rangers there kind of keeping a, a loose eye on things. But, dude, some of these pits you would come across are like 12 feet across, 8 feet deep. And, yeah. like, they would have water in the bottom of them. And there's, like, snakes and spiders and, I don't know, scorpions. I don't think we have scorpions in Pennsylvania. But there's Jeez. all sorts of terrible shit in these rocks. But the craziest aspect of it is, like, because you're standing on, like, think about... If you had a bowl and you filled it with uh, sugar, it's all going to be like solid and touching each other. But if you put like marbles in there, there's going to be little spaces in between, right? Right. right that right. then you could pour sugar into it to fill those spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like what the Earth is. This was like all these marbles in a bowl that you're standing on top of. So when people were making noise on the farthest end, like a thousand feet away it could travel through and kind of reverberate through the boulders underneath you. And, wow. and it would like come up and surround you and you could in certain spots, like it was like, you know, those things at a, at a playground where you like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and it's yeah, like, it's working. Yeah. It was like that, but like crystal clear and it was just tripping me out. And like I would just stop and stand there and listen, you and I would try to look around, and be like, "Who's conversation?" Am I listening was it to? was it like freaky? Like was it kind of? Well, it's not like it's you would catch little bits of somebody like shouting to their dad or something, you know? Yeah. Because it just the way they were facing, it would just bounce through, and right. it was just it was very very strange. And uh, that I'm definitely. Could you, could you fall in between those spaces if you weren't? Oh, careful? dude, I slipped one time and I caught like I was walking and I stepped and I it the rock went yeah and I caught myself with my hands on another rock so I could easily see how and I was wearing like good hiking boots with like right and I was you know I'm pretty sure-footed I guess yeah I'm a stout man um you could definitely fuck yourself up and you would see <laughs> I'm watching these kids like younger not like children but like I don't know, young college age kids just right. sprinting over the rocks you know just going for it. And I'm like, yeah, I remember being like that too. I'm waiting for one of these kids to just eat shit. Right, right. And I'm sure it happens on a regular basis. Yeah. But But there's all sorts of shit down there too, like snakes and stuff. Yeah, dude, like snakes and spiders. And occasionally you would hear somebody like screech and there was, it was because there was a spider. But it's like a, a big, big ass place and some people were going all the way i didn't want to go all the way across because it looked like the weather was like it was just about it started to rain as we were leaving but i was thinking like i don't want to be caught in the rain all the way over there and have to get back over these flat rocks and they're all like smooth so it's like you know it's not like they're uh the best rocks to be on when it's wet yeah but i don't know what kind of rock would be good when wet well it's hard to say Good yeah. rock when wet. True. True. 
But I mean, you gotta be. I mean, you did the right thing. You gotta be careful. You gotta be you know conservative. I mean? You gotta be conservative when yeah. you're camping. You got It's all about balancing your energy. But then we went did this, dude. <laughs> we're looking at the fucking trail map, and it's like rated easy, you know, easiest, medium. And I just like go to the bottom, like most expert, and it's like, <laughs> li- dude, the shit is literally called the Shades of Death Trail. <laughs> <laughs> and I jokingly say, oh, I don't know, you want to go in the Shades of Death Trail? That sounds fun. And Sam wanted to check it out. So we were like, all right, let's go check this out. We did a little bit of it. Uh, I couldn't handle uh, all of it because I was just uh, getting over my little back injury here. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, dude, it was... Uh, ridiculous like you're like climbing up the wall like climbing up the wall to come out by the highway at one point and i'm like oh this is tight you know like this, <laughs> i'm gonna get hit in the face with a car or something because i can't get my big ass out of this hole um, uh, dude. it was awesome though but we so I, next time we go i want to try and get through the whole thing but some of the trails dude like we drove all the way down to like the start of it the one trail ended at our campsite and I was like, dude. holy shit, this is this starts all the way down here. And right. it was like a good fucking six and a half miles, dude. I don't know. That's <laughs> wild. You know, and, and I know people listen to this probably like I hike twenty eight miles, no problem. And I'm sure at some point, you know, I'll be laughing at, you know, three and a half miles. But over You gotta come back, right? Like, over treacherous yeah, I mean, gotta, terrain. Oh, dude, we already booked another trip. We're going back. Hell yeah, in July. But, but I mean like your a- trail, like if you start at one place and you get to the end and you gotta like fucking come back right or yeah like, how does exactly that... yeah fuck that but some bro. people what they would do is they would start at their campsite and then go down and come back or you know on their way in but no not not me i'm not ready for that yet and uh however we did do a, a hike there's something called hawk falls mm-hmm. beautiful waterfall and again when you're like especially after being cooped up now, granted, we've talked about it. I've been pretty active outside of, uh, you know, work, doing things, having fun, having experiences. So it's not like I've been cooped up, locked in the house by any means for the last couple months. But generally speaking, there's all these fucking rules now. Don't right. do this when you do this. Do this when you do this. And you're just tired of the shit. Yeah. And you get out there in the woods and you're like, you know what? I'm in the vigil autonomous zone right now. Everything, right. this is my my rules yeah okay yeah and uh if i want to go like into this waterfall i'm going in this waterfall i don't care what that sign says because there's nobody here to stop me right and i didn't go in the waterfall that day but i reckon i might later yeah but you could genuinely just walk up to this beautiful waterfall like people were doing it and just walking across the top of it checking it out get scooping up water and splashing themselves with like it was really cool to be by nature and just have just, it's like raw and it's yeah. still there. And that's the great thing that we take for granted. I think is, is having all these like amazing state parks right around us that preserve the natural beauty and just the whole experience, you know, being, and also there's waterfalls all around the place. So at night at the campsite, you just hear running water. Like you hear waterfalls, which is yeah. just it's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Other than, I mean, if it wasn't forty degrees, I would have slept. Yeah. Very well. Your face, face is like freezing off. Even yeah. with this big ass beard, it just was not enough, dude. Nah, enough. dude. That's what I was just about to ask. I was like, dude, you got like the, your beard is its own, you know. It's got its own zip code at this yeah, point. Dude, it just still it's, wasn't it's, enough. It's it's the face mat. You know, know what I mean? So. I and it, just being 
and I always feel like this after I spend any extended time at the beach, and I'm sure you can relate, bro. It's like you get around that, especially when you get into the ocean and you feel that power and yeah. just, it just kind of humbles you, centers you, makes you more connected to kind of the, the earth, however right. weird that may sound. Yeah. And I, I just totally felt that after, after coming home this weekend. And it was like I was exhausted because it was hard and it was a challenge. Um. But how was, your, this, how was your back afterwards? Was it good? Uh, yeah, it's good, man. You know, I leave and biofreeze and lots and lots and lots of stretching, you know, mm-hmm. just lots of torture, torturing myself uh, <laughs> with stretches and devices and it, it works. Um, but you you're tired, but you're like relieved and you you've it's almost like therapeutic. And yeah. there was just like, ah, oh, man, this seems like way more sense than doing spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so it makes you it makes you think. And and again, we we've already, uh, and and also, you know, me, man, I experienced something that I like. I want to share it with the people that I love and care for. And yeah, I come dude. back and I'm like texting them, like, dude. You gotta fucking go. Just go right now. You know, like we'll go next weekend. <laughs> like everyone, you know, it's just because it's like, it's uh, you want to share it with with people. Yeah, dude. You ever been camping? Yeah, I used to camp when I was uh, when I was younger. Used to be a Boy Scout for like three or four years. Oh, a scoutman. Yeah, dude. Like, what was your rank? Well, uh, when I did it, like you know, it really wasn't too much about rank. I forget like what how many badges I had after the whole thing, but. And I got up there pretty, pretty good. I, it, was, it was primarily during like, I did it from like, I don't know, maybe like eight to like almost 12 years old. So it's good numbers. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It's good numbers. But that, like when I started out, man, like that shit, like scary as hell. And like, you know, when I went, I went to like Las Vegas for like a few years during the summer. And then like, I would kind of like link up with the, whatever the chapter is that's equivalent to where I was from, you know, out there. And then like, you got that plus like 116 degree heat. Like it's, it's ridiculous, man. It's nuts. Damn. It's absolutely nuts. But it, it's, it's challenging, man. Like, and, but it's, it really is fun when you're able to, like, I always like carry like my Swiss army knife and shit in my, like, well, like got this like thing oh, dude, in my, you tell me yeah. there's a situation where I can go out of my, uh, my uh, camo hat and my boots and my yeah, flashlights and my walkie-talkies. Like, yeah. I'm all over that shit. Yeah. Flashlights? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Hello. Yeah, Tell dude. me a young man or boy that doesn't just want to use a flashlight. I, well, I don't know what it is about flashlights. Do you, do you any, ever notice that? Dude, any flashlight that you ever had when you were a kid was one part f- f- flashlight in real life, but, like, all parts you know, lightsaber. Oh, for sure. Like with your imagination. Speaking like, of speaking of lightsaber. So I when I was thinking like what'll be fun to do out in the woods when it's pitch black and I can see the stars. And I was like, I know I'm gonna get one of those super high powered lasers from the internet. Yeah, dude. So I got this thing, dude, and it is advertised like it goes a hundred miles. And I'm thinking like, yeah, okay. And it was like <laughs> warning, warning and I'm thinking it was like sarcastic. Bro, when I tell you it is a solid beam of light for as far as the eye can see, that's purple. It's insane. And like, Ellie. I was like walking around and I would just like shine it up and I would hear people go, Whoa, what was that? You know, like, holy shit, that was crazy. And dude, like, I had to be careful. Like, anytime I heard a plane, I would stop because I didn't want to, you know, you obviously don't want to 
do that. That's yeah, highly dangerous and super illegal. But yeah, you know, I'm like pointing at the moon pretty much. Like I might be hitting the moon for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like wild, dude. So flashlights, lasers, you know, my ham radio. Where'd you get it, dude? Like, where, where'd you, what did you get from that? Like, oh, I typed in high powered, everything, bro. high powered laser and it was like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, well, eight bucks. Let's dude, they have out. like those lasers. Like they have lasers, like literal lasers, lasers that you can purchase that can like start fires. Like, dude, you yeah. Just like fucking. Yeah, I know. Fucking... I didn't get one because I knew I would be yeah. tempted. Yeah. Next time I'm going to start the fire with the fucking laser of hell. Dude, we had this guy who was in our like um I forget one year he was he was here he was like working on one of the shows and he brought one of those bitches in like he had, like it's dude they're like this big It looks like a flashlight. Like fucking, bro, and he's like, "Hey, you watch this." And like put some paper on the fucking he's like, I'm like "What the fuck are you doing?" It's it like, uses one of those new <laughs> like I guess they're not new but they're now like affordable. Those 18,000 milliamp batteries that are like yeah they look like double a's but they're thicker and they're elite like they're lithium ion yeah and like it uses the same batteries as like my thousand lumen flashlight and it's like warning gets hot you know it's like oh, yeah, oh sure dude does. but the green one which is probably a next on my radar that apparently can light paper on fire and light a match and light you know yeah dude basic fires so that might be useful. serious might be serious useful. but you know obviously do that safely of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. There's no going off the beaten path with, no, you no. know, you got to do it. You got to be safe. Lasers. But I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, my, my laser usage will only increase my outdoor wilderness exploration. I feel like it's just the beginning. Cause you know me, bro, I get into oh, something, yeah. I go in deep, deep. And before you know it, deep, I've, deep. I've, you know, uh, I'm in the Himalayas or some shit. So, I don't know about the Himalayas. That might be a little too high altitude, but I'll tell you what. I definitely encourage people to try and get outdoors a little bit because I'm Excellent. like I'm proof of someone who uh very anti outdoors, um, getting a little taste of it and uh understanding the hype. It's like, ah, I get it. You know, and this isn't one of those like NASCAR things, oh you gotta go to a NASCAR race and you I still think you'll probably still have the same opinion of NASCAR, but you'll think, hey, man, I met some awesome people at this party. Right, right. Some sick-ass parties at this NASCAR race. But you'll probably still think the same thing you thought. Yeah. Camping's definitely not uh, not that. You challenge yourself. You unlock that inner savage caveman. And oh, it's yeah. like the fire. You can't understand. Like, you just have this something in your head. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and check out this fire. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no reason for it other than like, yep, mm-hmm, it's here. That's right. And I like That's it. That's right. Keeping all the beasts away. That's right. Keeping all those beasts away. <laughs> we had one uh, close encounter on Saturday night. I was with a raccoon. I was able to scare it off. Uh, nice. I heard it. I heard it outside. I was. I thought, you know, is it a bear? Is it a drunken human bear? I don't know. Yeah. And uh, it turns out it was just a little baby raccoon, and he uh, scurried on off. So, yeah, uh, nice. I'll tell you what, man. I'm I'd give the wild wilderness of Hickory Run, uh, you know, two every man thumbs. Clearly, highly up for me. Two. And uh, you know, who knows what I'll, what I'll get into next, bro? But I'll tell you what, I'll be telling you all about it. Hey, uh, I can't wait. Into and the wild. Into the wild, we go. We'll catch you guys next week. 
same everyman time, same everyman place. Yeah. Peace.